after time. Friend. When you're lost, you can go and you will find me. Time worn brand after time worn brand. Brand. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, hello, I'm singing the song. Investigators. It's time for Two Lowly Investigators as we reveal, reveal, review, review, review. The it's uh, been revealed. It has been revealed. The depths of Yoth player cards from the new uh, scenario pack. Gosh, I'm. It's been so rusty. I feel so rusty. It's been a while. I feel like I'm covered in literal rust. Like this brand we're going to talk about at some point. Um, that'll be really cool. Need that guy. All right. So. Uh, the first card we're going to talk about is Handcuffs. Handcuffs is a two-cost asset with a foot icon, and it's an item, and it's got the police keyword. Boop, boop. That's the sound of the police. Boop, boop. That's the sound of that elder beast. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, if handcuffs are not attached to an enemy, you can use an evade action and use your fists instead of your feet. If you succeed, you get to attach handcuffs to the just evaded enemy. And if the hand invaded enemy is not elite, it can't be readied, and Doom cannot be placed on it. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. How cool is that? There's a lot of uh, yep. enemies that are humanoid. I was worried Doom there were not like enough. Like you were just gonna like handcuff a cultist, and he was just gonna be like, "Oh man!" But then like he was gonna shump summon like a shoggoth, and then you'd be like, "Well, guess that's the end of that." But <laughs> like, there's actually a lot. There's a lot you can handcuff um, snakes. Like mm -hmm. those super powerful snakes. Like the Serpents of Yig and stuff like that? Yeah, that get just really big when you start murdering little snakes. Agents of the King, Broods of Yig, yeah. Carnival Sentinels, even in other campaigns that aren't the main ones. Yeah. So there's actually like quite a few snakes. Well, I'm mostly thinking of snakes, but there's quite a few humanoids you can handcuff. But you're not allowed to uh, handcuff most named enemies, which kind of sucks because I feel like they should be able to handle. You know, some, well, some some puny punks. They're they're too they're too good. It's punks. I mentioned earlier they're like handcuffing like Black Widow or Captain America. And they're just too good. They're too they're too they good. Can, they can pick the locks and just break right out of the handcuffs. <laughs> so, all right. The next card we have is probably one of my favorite cards in the pack, just because it's got some really brutal art. It's like super metal. Yeah, right? it's pretty great. Uh, it's called Blood Eclipse. It's a one cost three experience event with a brain and a fist. It's called uh, it's called Blood Eclipse, as I said. Uh, spell and a spirit card. There you go, Calvin. Here you go, Calvin. Uh, as an additional cost to play Blood Eclipse, take up to three damage. You can fight and use brain instead of fist for this attack, and you get plus one brain and plus one uh, damage for this attack uh, for each dam or for each damage taken as a part of it. So you can get up to four or three extra brains and three extra damage from this attack, yeah. meaning that for one resource and three damage. You can, you know, deal four damage. Do a ton of damage. Yeah. This is an interesting card. I definitely don't think it goes with a lot of people, but I'm really liking Calvin as a character, and so this really fits well in Calvin because he's it's a spirit card. Now, I think he can have it because it might be it might be actually too expensive, and we're about to see if I get crushed. Are you we ready? You can just have me? spirit cards, can he? Not, I don't think all level. Why did I close out of all this oh, stuff? Oh, man. Man, I'm, I'm the real chump today. Who's the real chump today? That guy. This guy. Well, we went through the investigators, I think, and there's three investigators, right, that can have it? They're, all of the um, the Protector Guardian Paladin Knights can have it. And oh, well, yeah, but there's, like, maybe one or two, yeah, Mystics that can have it. Uh, that would be... Yeah, he can have it. Spiro Cards level okay. zero to three. Whew. Yeah. But anyway, I'm ready to blood eclipse some enemies. With well, Calvin. three that would be useful. I, I, I'm just brains is just usually not a super great stat for 
It's average on all of them. It's four on some. I mean, Zoe that could use this if she really wanted to, like, do some work. Yeah. Get some stuff did. Yeah, true. But, I, yeah, I see your I see your complaint. Yeah, I'm just saying this one is, like, it's not, like, I'm just thinking it's not a super great card for now. No, I, I definitely, it's one of those ones that uh, uh, is kind of cool, but it'll be interesting to see what happens with it, right? Yes. There might be, like, an investigator that... But for now, be super good Calvin can take three damage and make sure he has three fighter feet at the beginning of the game and probably murder something. Yeah. Straight up. Our next card is a spell from the other Arkham games. It's called Feed the Mind. In other Arkham games, it like levels your stats up and stuff, so this is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. It's a two-cost asset with for three XP. It is a has a book icon on it, and it has three secrets. So it can be recharged with... Um, that one card that lets you recharge things with charges or secrets, and I can't remember the name of it. Uh, the exhaust, exhaust feed the mine and spin one secret to test zero book. For each point you succeed by, draw one card and then take one horror for each card in excess of your maximum hand size. That's a lot of cards you can get if you're a seeker. Yeah, you want to be careful too because you might murder yeah, yourself. You can, you can kill yourself really fast, but I mean, if you're down on cards, that's a lot of cards you can get. Yeah, it, it is. And it doesn't have charges, so. Um, I don't think Okiche can have it. Oichke? I can never remember her name. Okiche, but, but it's cool. Just, yeah. It's pretty cool, I think. Uh, drawing cards is sweet. Um, except for, like, Rex is already really good at it. And uh, so this would be good in a lot of other Seekers, but Re maybe not Rex. Yeah. Maybe Rex. I don't really know. It depends on if you need to set up or not. But you have to draw it, so. Mm-hmm. All right, our next one is the most confusing card named card in the set. Colt <laughs> Vest Pocket. And I like I didn't look but, up if that's a thing or not. But it's a gun. <laughs> yeah, but it's a gun. It's a two-cost, zero-experience asset with a foot icon. It's an item, weapon, illicit, firearm. Uh, and it uses five ammo. And it says, as an action, spin one ammo to fight, and you get plus one fist and plus one damage for this attack. And force, at the end of the round, discard Colt Vest Pocket. So, yeah, I mean... Yeah, I think this is a good card. There's a lot of combos you can do with it. Like, you can fast it out with fence, right? Yep. And if you're running rogue action deck, you can fire off all your all your ammo. Yeah, with like quick thinking and stuff like that, where you can get yeah. an extra action. You could double or nothing it. Um, you can even use sleight of hand on this if you really want. If you can get like four, you know, yeah. sleight of hand could be cool. There's people are saying there's better targets for sleight of hand. Um, but if you don't have those in your hand, then this is good. Yeah. So, I don't know. It does it does a lot. I mean, you can deal potentially, you know, with the right combination of cards anywhere from four, or what was it, two, four to ten damage, depending on what you got out. So, yeah. And it and it's nice and slow and consistent. It costs two. Yeah. And this is more damage than a bar. <laughs> depending on how much ammo you spend. All right? Don't be salty. Salty. This card is cool. It's, a, it's called Coup de Grasse. Gracie. Coupe de Gracie. Ah, yes. Uh, Two-cost event with double fisticuffs. It's a tactic, and it's faded, so it can be pulled out with um, this beautiful uh, stick-to-the-plan. or And you can yeah. have it in Mark Harrigan's deck, because it's a tactic. Yeah. And she's, like, shooting a werewolf? She's like, yeah, she's, like, gadding a ghoul. She's wasting a werewolf. She's gadding a ghoul. Yeah. <laughs> she's uh, sh shooting a snake man. Ah, yes. This is some Halloween-based. Very, very, very <laughs> clever. Uh, it's and it says deal one damage to an enemy at your location. If this effect defeats the enemy, draw a card. If you if this is your turn and it 
and if this action does not provoke this action does not provoke an attack of opportunity. I don't know. It seems okay. I mean, it sucks that you have to use an action on it because you can't really cheat it out very easily. Yeah, that's true. But it can be if played at the right time, you can you know do a lot with it. And it's 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 a non-test damage. Yeah, that's a big deal. Which is which is really nice. Yeah, and I mean, thinking about how much damage you deal and need to deal in this game frequently, one dealing an extra one could probably do work. Yeah, definitely. Because you like you can stop yourself from having overkill. Like if you use a pistol, most of the time it's going to deal two damage, and you might just deal one. So, and you get to draw a card. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, think so. I like it. Yeah, it's all right. It's pretty, pretty nice. And because uh, she looks like she has got a score to settle. Yeah, I'd probably put this in an, in a deck if I wanted to like upgrade. Like if I wanted like upgrade fodder. This like, I like the flavor text on this. It says two bullets cracked open the creature's skull, then another, then another, then another. Maybe you should deal more than one damage it's if it's very, gonna have that many violers. <laughs> and then her then her turn ended. And then her turn ended. Uh the next card we have is a cool unique. It's another exceptional card for rogues. <laughs> they don't need more of those. Uh, three costs, two experience, or four to pay to put in your deck. Asset, two books, and it's an item cursed, and it's a relic. It's exceptional and fast, and it says, as an action, attach skeleton key to your location. If it's already attached to location, detach it and return it to your play area. The set, set the attached location's shroud value to one. This seems uh, really good. Yeah. I don't think the cursed keyword does anything. Not at the moment. Um, so And it has, like, a two-icon... Book, two book icon commit so I mean I don't think you ever commit this card well, but yeah, if you do it like, does have two books you're right yeah so I mean this seems really good and it's a it's relic like too four, so if 4 XP yeah. so other than that like it's just expensive on XP yeah if you're going for the relic build too you can put it in uh, I think you can put it in Ursula Downs' deck and you can get it out with Dr. Eli Horowitz and put it on her <laughs> Even though it won't take up a slot anyway, you can still, you know, tutor it out with her if you miss your other relics. So, it's pretty cool. I uh, I like this card, but holy, holy heck, uh, it takes a lot of actions to use. So, hopefully you have some action cheating in there. Because you got to, like, put it on, and then you can investigate twice. And then you can keep going until it's done, but then you have to take it back off again, right? So, like, it just takes actions, a lot of actions. Oh, yeah, but there are, like, some some locations that are just, like, eight tokens if you're playing in a... Uh like four person game yeah like Rex at this location with this and Rex could be like really quick yeah because he like just gets to every investigation basically and, and this turns like sort of non-investigators into like good effective investigators you can just like sort of put it on and leave and have yeah. your non-investigators in the group be like you guys take care of this the fun, the interesting part to me is that if you leave it attached to a location it doesn't leave the game at the end of the scenario so it still goes back into your deck like, you went back and grabbed it later. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Or it's cursed, so you never can get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> which is a scarier thought. Uh, our next card is a Mists of Relay. This is an upgrade. It's a two-cost, four-experience asset, the brain, and a foot icon. It's a spell that uses five charges. It says spend a charge to evade, and it uses brain instead of feet. You get plus three for this attempt, and if you succeed after evading the chosen enemy, you can move. If you draw one of the symbol tokens, then you have to discard a card at your hand. But you don't fail a test, so that's nice. Uh, the upgrade here is the plus three brain. Yeah. So and, and I think the cost reduction. Let's see. I have this one up. I had this one up. There we go. Uh -huh. 
Yeah, original Mr. Relay is, is still two, so no. And it, it has an extra charge on it, which is nice. Okay, extra charge. Mm -hmm. And you still get to move, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, plus three brain. That's a lot of brain. I don't know if it's worth the four XP. Four. Yeah. That. I mean, it would be if you're trying to run away from vengeance things. That's true. But yeah. That, that's also true. Mr. Relay is like a really powerful card in uh, in the other, in a powerful spell in the other games, so... I've seen like these things like shriveling, you know, Mister Relay and Astral Travel, and they can all be really powerful if you yeah. use them correctly. That's true, and I might mention this before, but like the it, the discarding a card is way better than taking the horror. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially, well, if you're Agnes, not so well, much, but if yeah, you're any other one, yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> yeah, because Agnes is a little thing is kind of cool, but all right, our first survivor card is called Winging It. Winging It. Winging It. Uh, it's a one cost event. It's tactic and it's improvised, so you know, once again, it can be stick with the planned or it can be in Mark Harrigan's deck. And it says, You may play winging it from your discard pile. If you do, shuffle it in your deck after resolving its effects. Your investigation gets minus one stride for this investigation if you use it to investigate. And if you played it from your discard pile, you discover one additional clue. Holy heck. Do you That's like pretty it? pretty sweet. Mr. Survivor Man. I mean, I think it's cool. I mean, minus one stride's always going to be good, right? It's like kind of like half lantern. Yeah. And if you if you play from the discard pile, then you get to, to get an extra clue, which a lantern will never do, right? Yeah. This is kind of like a, a not a lantern. I'm sorry, flashlight. But a lantern is uh, similar in the extra clue if you do it right. But I don't know. I think it's cool. I mean, it's a one cost event. It doesn't have any symbols though. I'm not liking these whole symbol and symbolist you know events that we keep getting in Survivor. But yeah, I think it's cool. I'm interested to see. Uh, how it works. And since it costs no XP, you can just start with it, which I think is pretty sweet. I wonder if you can make like a survivor in investigator build now. With like cards. I bet you could. Probably with really <laughs> cards in the game. <laughs> yeah, with what? With like the two. Yeah, I bet you could. Yeah. And you could, because like, the other thing I, the other thing I like is it's like improvised weapon, right? It's the same kind of feel. Like these whole improvised cards are like you get to use them from your discard pile just a lot. Just make an entire like from the discard deck. Like, Wendy wants it. She wants it so bad because it's in the discard pile. What are you laughing at? I don't yeah, understand. No, what sounds, did I say? Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> and the next card we have is an old hunting rifle. It's a three-cost, three-experience asset with a fist and a foot icon. It's an item weapon firearm, and it uses three ammo. You spend an ammo to fight, you get plus three and deal plus two damage for the attack. But, unfortunately, if you draw a skull or a elder sign, or, I'm uh, sorry, the tentacle symbol autofail, um, you, the rifle jams, and then you can't. Uh, the attack automatically fails, and you have to like clear the jam before you can use it again. And it takes up two hands. So much like a baseball bat, this gun. What? This can, gun will break. It can do damage, but it it could break. Yeah. Uh, I don't really mind this trade off. That's a lot of that's a lot of fight, and that's a lot of damage. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like the Springfield, um, but you can use it when something's engaged with you. And the cool part is since it's in Survivor, you can get it back with Scavenge because it's an item. Yeah. So once you're done, that's the coolest thing. Like, if you can do that to get guns back out once they're done, you just have to figure out a way to discard it. But I guess you just play a card that has oh, has a hand slot and drop the gun and then pick it up later. Yeah. I think it's cool. I like it. I'm interested to see uh, if there's anything that happens around it. Maybe with ceiling, you can kind of reduce the neg the negative effects here too. We got a lot like the Elder Sign, and we're having some ceiling cards coming out um, in the next set, and then the deluxe expansion uh, yeah. besides that. So yeah, definitely ceiling could help. 
Then we have the three neutral cards. We haven't had like this many neutral cards in a long time, if ever. And these are all really good neutral cards, I think. I think so too. Uh, the first one we have is Thermos. Just a regular old Thermos. You got some chicken noodle soups there. Really good chicken noodle soup. Yeah, it looks legit. I, I want to go find one of these. It just looks so cool, like an old thermos. But it's a four-cost asset with a brain icon on it. It's an item, so you can put it in a backpack. Yeah, you can. Uh, uses three supplies. You can spend a supply and exhaust it to heal a damage, or two if that investigator has physical trauma, or has two or more physical trauma. Uh, and that's at your location. Both of these effects are going to be at your location. And then it says spin one supply to exhaust it to heal horror, and you can heal two horror if they have two mental traumas. So basically, this is good later in the scenarios, right? Or yeah. I mean, it's good early on, but it's also good later because you can heal extra, you know. And this is yeah. heals through like the. So if you start the game with trauma, you can heal through the trauma. You can heal back to being like completely okay, as far as I understand it. If I'm wrong, you should yell at me in the comments. Yes, I believe that's how it works. Um, I think it's cool. It costs four. I guess that's not bad. It has one less supply than first aid. I think it has the same. Okay, so there you go. I mean, it's a neutral first aid that does better when you hurt more. Yeah. I, this is like hyper first aid. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, nothing's better than chicken noodle soup. Yeah. That's what those chicken noodle soup for it, the soul books is. It's good for the soul, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's better than just like, you know, slapping some peroxide on it and yeah, putting and a like, bandage. Everyone can take it. Like, it's slightly more expensive, but, like, so much better. So good. It's like homemade soup. I think what we learned here today is that Tyler loves chicken noodle soup. Everyone loves chicken noodle soup. It protects you from otherworldly horrors. <laughs> the next one we have is Hemispheric Map. It's a two-cost <laughs> asset with three experience, and it's got a book and a brain icon on it. It's an item, and it's another relic. Uh, when your current location is connected to at least two other locations, you get plus one, plus two. One head and plus, or plus one, sorry, plus one brain. I should stick with our incorrect conventions. Yes. Plus one brain and plus one book. And while your current location is connected at least uh, to at least four other locations, you get an additional plus one brain and a plus one book. Mm. So you can get plus two and plus plus two brains, plus two books if you are, you know, in a big old connected pile. Yep. Oh, and it's the next lot. I didn't see that before. But it's a relic. Most relics are, except so there's like True. certain ones that aren't. But again, Eli Horowitz can hold this for you. It doesn't have to do anything, and it just sits on her, <laughs> and she can, you know, hold. And she can hold relics, and it's pretty sweet. So that's helpful. Um, let, me, let me read her again just to clarify her usefulness. Yeah, she's an assistant curator, man. Each relic asset attached to her. So after she enters play, you search the top nine, and she put you put a relic asset attached to her. And then each one does not take up any slots. And so you can get that along with, um, what is it? It's the, uh, there's like the neutral card that lets you have extra ally slots. It's like adventure or something like that. Ally slots? Oh, no, sorry, next slots. It's, um, what is it called? It's like the charisma. The charisma of next slots? <laughs> the next slot charisma. It's it, C-H-R-I-S. I don't know how to spell charisma. Anyway, it's a card that does it, and it's um, it basically it says you can have an extra like next slot. I can't remember what it is. Um, I know what you're talking about. I'm blanking on the name because I'm horrible with names. Me too. Um, wow, this it just doesn't like anything I'm saying right now. But Arkham, I get I get what you're saying though. Arkham DB, get you together. Okay, never mind. It's uh, it's in the same set that Charisma's in, but it's uh, I think it's called Adventure or something like that. But it's cool. It'll work. Yeah, I think this is a good card. Like most locations are connected to two other locations, so 
you're getting a brain in the book, which is just usually great. Yeah, two resources for another brain in a book. Yeah. And take it. And 3 XP. Finally, Not the bad. most powerful card in the entire game of Arkham besides Key of Yis and all those other really annoying cards that are equally powerful that people want on ban lists. The time-worn brand. Whoa. This is even better than the ornate bow, some would say. Whoa. Why, why I'm not I'm just kidding. Both? I don't really know. Oh. Uh, but because the ornate bow is two-handed. Well, just bandolier. Just bandolier. Oh, my gosh. With the armor. You're like Keyless. shooting the time-worn brand of ornate, people. Ornate beer bow <laughs> with a bandolier in this brand. <laughs> the time-worn brand is a five-cost. like cost. an artifacto man. Artifacto. It's another relic, <laughs> so you can do that. It's a five-cost, five-experience asset with a brain and a fit, fist, uh, foot, a fist icon on it. It's an item relic melee weapon. And you can use an action. It says if it's readied, you fight and you get plus two and deal an extra damage. Plus two fist and deal an extra damage for this attack. So... For five, you can do that basic attack as many times as you want to turn all your actions, right? So, not bad. You get plus two to the attack, and you deal an extra damage. Seems good. Yeah, that's that's already pretty good. Mm -hmm. And then, if you exhaust Time Warren Brain to fight, you can add your um, your brain to your skill for your attack. So, that means you're getting your whatever your base fist is, plus your base brain. Adding those skills tasks together is always great. That's why Lockpicks is good, and that's why these other yep. skills are good like that. Uh, this attack deals three plus three damage... And if the attack defeats an elite enemy, you draw three cards, and you can do it once per game. What? Does it mean you can only do that exhaust effect once per game? I think that's what it means. I would think so. But that's still pretty sweet. Because, like, imagine yeah. you take out, like, the, the last victory point enemy with this thing. I mean, if you need a heavy hit, this is it, right? Yeah, that's that's a lot of damage. And for some, some people, for Leo Anderson, who has three brains that's mm -hmm. seven fight that's pretty sweet for just his base base stack. you're gonna hit most things that way yeah especially if you just commit like a card yeah. like a vicious blow on this deal five damage right yeah or maybe even six depending on how you hit it yeah it's pretty cool it costs a lot of xp though so you're gonna have to save up for it definitely but i think but, it's sweet uh I mean, plus two damage and or plus two fight and plus one damage for just holding it. Let's see. Let's see what everyone else has to say about Time War Brand. Um, it's pretty good. Ooh, man, that's a lot of words. I know. I'm not gonna read all that. Well, there's a paragraph on ArkhamDB if you want to read more about Time War <laughs> Brand, but uh, you know that's that. So Tyler and I are going to go to Arkham Knights tomorrow. We're driving to Minnesota. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, you never forget that? It's, it's That's why the only reason you're over here in the middle of the week. <laughs> like, oh, God. I am. <laughs> am I? I am. But so if you see us there, say hi. You know, if you... We're not... I mean, we're probably just as nervous to talk to you guys as everybody is to talk to us. So just say hi to us, and we'll give you a high five. Yeah. And you can tell us how much talking about cards has changed your life. Or how much you don't like it. That's what we really <laughs> want to hear. That's what Tyler really wants to hear. I don't know if I want to hear but we're gonna be there, you know, designing <laughs> cards, looking up stuff for the like the rest of you guys. So, say hi. But yeah. uh, thanks for watching. Like, comment, subscribe. Let us know if you uh, don't or do like what we're doing. I was thinking about pulling the audio off and starting doing some podcast stuff with these card reviews. So let me know if that's an idea you guys like or don't like because it's easy to do and I don't it doesn't take too much time for me to just rip the audio off of the videos and. Make it so you can listen to them instead of being on YouTube. So yeah. uh, let me know, and we'll see you next time. See you next time, investigators.